RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. The Trek Files, Season 5, Episode 11, Star Trek Cancelled, Letters to Fans from Andrew Probert and David Gerald. Welcome to The Trek Files, a look into the archives of Roddenberry Entertainment from the personal files of Gene Roddenberry. And now your host, Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek. We're going back to the murky days of the early to mid-70s this week with two slightly different and yet profoundly similar documents, two letters, two flyers, if you will, by two folks that wound up being very much involved with the Star Trek franchise, if they weren't already at this time. Okay, enough enigma. Listen, we've got a sample of this week's document, but you can see the whole thing right there at our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash thetrekfiles, as always. So, give a listen to this sample, take a look at the documents, and then come right back to join me and this week's guest. Would you be willing to accept a new show about a new starship? If that's what you liked about the first Star Trek, then maybe that's the kind of show you should be hoping for. Not necessarily the return of Star Trek, but the return of good science fiction to television in a show that continues what Star Trek began. All right, Trekophiles, I promised you another time trip back to... Well, we've got two different uh, dates represented here, don't we? One seems to be about 1969, trying for a comeback, a, a mail campaign, a Save Star Trek II, as it were, and the other a little bit later in the 70s. But both of them, look at those names, Probert, Gerald, both names that we know. So um, they, they, I'm shedding some light here about some uh, very on-the-know, in-the-now in the work, and the other one... Uh, to me, setting up some uh, visions of the future. And when I think of visions of the future, who else to talk about it all with than our good friend of the show? You know him from Mission Log and Mission Log Live, John Champion. Get in here, sir. Hey, I am here, ready are, to go. We yeah. are safely socially distancing recording and uh, all of that, but uh, right now. But these are, you know, on one hand, these weren't, these weren't, um, th these happen to be in the files together. We found them. They're not necessarily linked, but they kind of point to the same impetus through totally different uh, paths, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, well, that's why I think it's so interesting to see these two side by side, separated by a few years, probably. Uh, we think Andrew Proberts is from 1969, you know, at the latest, it would right. be 1970. Um, and then uh, David Gerald's probably the earliest, 1974, 75, something like that. Uh, but here's two people who are Star Trek professionals. David, uh, obviously well-known for having written Trouble with Tribbles and had worked on other scripts for the original series. Mm -hmm. And then Andrew, not yet. You know, he, he had written that fan letter to Gene way back in the day. He was not yet a Star Trek professional, but he would be. And here they both are reaching out to fans about Star Trek's cancellation but with slightly different takes on what should be done, who should be addressed, and uh, and, and what the approach is here. I, I just love seeing these similar but different takes on the same situation. 
Well, right. And again, it, in, in the time, in the web page of the time, in the Facebook, you know, <laughs> page of the time, mm-hmm. we've just got the good old flyer here. In fact, I love the yeah. bottom of, the, of Andy's here that says, oh, excuse me, Andrew's, that says, uh, after reading this, please detach on the line and place above notice on public bulletin boards or store windows for others to see. Right. That's, that's how you went viral in those days, kids. That's social media. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. very social media. Dead yeah. tree media social. But no, he's <clears throat> what, what's interesting about yes, he's and he's talking about number one. We can kind of de- I'm going to say this is late '69, early '70 because he's talking about trying to organize a march for Saturday, March 8th. Oh yeah, <laughs> will be okay. the day that ABC shall hear our voice. Now look, this is right in the middle of the the mature level of um, of the whole protest movement. Everybody is used to. Civil rights and Vietnam protests and, and you know, striking and sit-ins and picket signs are all are not just a union strike thing anymore. It's everyone's doing it, kids. And there's right. th- that, that mindset is very much permeating this, which, you know, yeah. you read uh, David's later on. It's, that's not quite the, the zeitgeist of that one. But he's talking about, look, a physical march. He's trying to get everyone – of all things, go to your ABC affiliate in your town. Look, rumor rumor has it that NBC's loss might be ABC's gain, that they have revealed an interest. So it's like take, jump on anything. In the slow motion paper and stamps world of 1970, they are yeah. jumping on this. You know, it's not a hashtag campaign the next day. Uh, it's, it's a slow motion rollout, but they're trying to get people oh. to organize a march to ABC. Wait, I, I, I just looked. Uh, march 8th was a Saturday, 1969. So oh. that yeah, so that this is so the the announcement has been made that Star Trek is done end of 1969's TV season. That's it, or the 68 to 69 TV season. That's it. So he's arranging that. I mean, he is hot on the heels well, of that. Thank you for that then. quick look. Because, yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, that, yeah, it to, the, the, then the light that we're getting of Andrew is a is a quick working little booger here. Then because he's <laughs> he definitely just is. been canceled, and they're like they don't want to give up on NBC. But let's let's look at the options. Come on, guys, emergency briefing room. You know, yeah, let's get there. And, and that was pretty rare that a TV show moves from one network to another. It's more common now because, well, frankly, there are a lot more productions and there are a lot more outlets for TV shows. Pretty rare in 1969 that a show just sort of is done on one network and then moves over it to another. It very rarely happens, very, especially one that's as ambitious as, yeah. and costly as Star Trek. I love how in the best spirit of the time <laughs> – we uh, and now to think that it's accelerated is amazing to me because not only are they saying we're going to set this march, you go march at your local ABC affiliate of all things. Yeah, we're organizing <laughs> right. a march for our news release, and again, we're not popping these things out in a matter of minutes online. They're having to they're having to print and mail yeah. and yeah. take days to mail. But he's at to drop a card to Mrs. Elaine G. Kinkle. Elkwood Street, Reseda, California, telling us that you'll be there, that you're so they can have a press release number. And then also he's got the ABC vice president in charge of programming's address here on Sunset. To you know, it's that it's all growing out of B. Joe's model here. The whole the whole mail writing campaign. Here are the addresses to write to. Yeah. You do it. Don't you know, don't manufacture, don't send a petition, don't just copy and paste. You know, write a separate letter from all these different people. It has more weight. But I, it's 
it's so much in that vein. And, and by the way, can can you picture can you picture a Saturday morning in 1969 at some you know local ABC affiliate office in in Birmingham, Alabama, or <laughs> uh, you know Lagrange, Georgia, or wherever? And here's all these people showing up with these picket signs about Star Trek, and whoever happens to be at the office that morning is like, what it. That's not even our show. Well, what are you doing well, John, here? they were going to put out a press you know? release first. <laughs> <laughs> Warning everybody in LaGrange, or I'm thinking of, yeah. oh my God, Channel 10 in Ada, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the station owner right. is out playing golf somewhere because right. it's Saturday, and he just wants right. to be away. Oh, but, you know, yeah. youthful Star Trek <laughs> fans reach out to save her, cry out to be heard. <laughs> cry for the children. Yeah. No, yeah. cry for the Trekkies. <laughs> Give us Star Trek. Uh, channeling a little horda there. Yeah. yeah. So that's Andy's take. Yeah. And now that we've even honed this down, in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. right? In the heat of the moment. Yeah. Meanwhile. Right. right. And then David's David's is very different. So you fast forward a few years because he, he mentions in here that we are approaching the 10th anniversary oh. of uh, Star Trek's debut. So we know that we're mid-70s here at this point. And he's making a very Mm -hmm. interesting argument. He's saying, look, we all love Star Trek. We'd love to see Star Trek come back. But be realistic about this. Those actors have moved on. Those sets and costumes are long gone. Are you really asking for the same thing to get recreated? Because that's very unlikely. So let's take Mm -hmm. a different tactic here. What about just new science fiction? What about just... Uh, some intelligent, thoughtful science fiction on TV. And look, he's not wrong. If we think about this being mid-70s, um, we're right on the edge of getting some right. great science fiction on TV again. But unfortunately, science fiction on TV and on broadcast network TV is damn near impossible to maintain. A lot of these shows, they, you know, they're on for a year and then they're gone. Because it's just not sustainable under that model the way it was. But, you know, he's he's just ahead of, um, well, well, he's just behind or right on top of Planet of the Apes on TV. He's just ahead of Logan's run. Of course, we got Space 1999 from right, right. England. That's um, all about to bust out, even ahead of the Star Wars explosion. Yeah, in, yeah. In he, he's behind. ahead of Galactica and Buck Rogers as to be a few years later. He's right um, in the middle also of Gene's pilots not selling or trying yes. to be sold. Yes, right. Quester, right. And even and they may not be glossy, you know, uh, rockets and stars science fiction, but the dystopian toward the light, the Pax movies, and mm-hmm. and Quester. But again, things that a sci-fi viewer or a sci-fi writer um, could get their teeth into. I don't know how how much a letter like this would get the average Star Trek fan who is already invested in the idea of letter writing campaigns. And I don't know how fired up they would be by this because again, the gist of the letter is saying we should just want really great science fiction. Yeah. We can want Star Trek as well. And sure. They Mm -hmm. want to hear your voice as well. Keep writing those letters too, but let's just also be a little more uh, uh, sort of broad based when we look at this. Right, he's he's really laying. Well, there's two or three things I'm thinking specifically. I think I remember this flyer when I was a kid. I mm. think this is a this IBM Selectric uh, Elite <laughs> <metallic> <laughs> ball here on the Selectric typewriters, the electrics. Um, 
I think this was not so much a flyer that was sent on its own, although it could be. I think this was enclosed if you were ordering tribbles from his company, the Dage Company. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I think he had two or three flyers that he would set in, you know, the, he'd stuff the envelope with. And when you'd send your self-addressed stamped envelope, you're Sacy for information. Yeah. Uh, and I think this was one of the flyers for several months, if not several years, that came back, you know, all the time that the, the Paramount was fumbling around with a, with a movie idea with Gene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was what went routinely out in the package. So, yes, it was reaching a broad swath of people who were motivated to – you know, order triples. They were at that level. So that's pretty specific. And his whole uh, line of reasoning here, he's doing several things. One, he's trying to broaden what Star Trek could be, right? He's, to me, he's taking the baby steps here in preparing, not with knowing, not with any great prescience about what's happening, in a very practical way. Like you said, he's laying out here, guys, yeah. you've got to rebuild sets. You've got to, he doesn't say anyone by name, but we're specifically thinking Shatner and Nimoy here, who right. are very much trying to go on and broaden their careers. And would right. they want to see this as a, in the guise of the times, would they want to see this as a step back to a show? If a, a, mo- a movie might be something else as far yeah. as, you know, <laughs> right. billing and salary and all that and, and career value. But he's laying that groundwork to for fans. But then at the same time, he's also saying, was it really Kirk and Spock? Well, that's cool. That's what you like. Or is it the optimism in the future setting mm-hmm. that you enjoyed mm-hmm. well maybe star trek could look like something different which was what eventually happened or maybe just something that, that in the whole science fiction realm that i could still have a job writing oh did i say that no <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a fan and a professional we can yeah, all get yeah. there together but he's really he's 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 like he's he's um, bit by bit brick by brick here it feels like he's trying to lay the groundwork out for the people who have come to this room who have come to fandom you know, as the old as the old litcon folks would have said when they said, "Hey, go get your own convention." You know, yeah. he's trying to lay out to those kids that came to sci-fi through Star Trek. There is more to this realm, and and do you have but, to? But have what's it? the deal here with them asking this rhetorical question? If Star Trek were to come back, it might have to be with a different cast and perhaps a different ship. And quite frankly, it wouldn't be Star Trek then, would it? It would be something else. I, I mean. I, it, it, he's saying, well, it's not Star Trek if you don't have Kirk, Spock, and the Enterprise. And and how could you as a fan possibly accept that? Well, Dave, uh, hang on 10 years. Well, see, that's what we're going to have the next I'm, generation. Yeah, I'm looking at it like he's, you know. like he's having – he's talking out of both sides of his mouth or he's having, having both – He's having it all. He's saying yeah, we can't yeah, have yeah. Star Trek without Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. It's not Star Trek. But then – or right. could you? I mean to me it's almost like he's just throwing the question out. Because he's trying to cover all right. the bases. Well, but I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like he's he's definitely letting his opinion on oh, the definitely. subject be known there. Oh, yeah. definitely. Uh, there is one other thing that I think we have to cover here before we <laughs> yeah. uh, we wrap up this document, and that is the very top of the document. I know I'm not talking about the clip art of the Enterprise. I'm talking about the handwritten Ooh. note that says, David Gerald Flyer, grrr. <laughs> We don't know who wrote that, but obviously, like everything on the Trek files, it comes from Gene Roddenberry's right. files. So this is his copy of this letter. And somebody either wrote that on there before sending it to Gene or somebody in the office wrote it, and that is what passed across Gene's desk. Right. Did it come from a fan sent to the office? Was it received in the office? Gosh, yeah. John, maybe they're just saying Gene Roddenberry, 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 and it's... 
It's marked as very important. <laughs> all, all the Roddenberries need to see this. All yeah. the Roddenberries need to see so it. So yeah. we can only imagine what the state of mind of the person was who, who wrote that on there, why they they had that sort of reaction no, to this. No, um, David, uh, it's Star Trek or bust. It's Star Trek or nothing. <laughs> it's Star Trek or death. Don't don't go diversifying the damn audience drive. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but, but like you said, Gene already had a lot of other irons in the fire. He was writing other scripts. Yeah. He was hoping to sell something, anything. But of course, if this is that mid-70s period, you know, Gene was also working on Planet of the Titans and uh, eventually the God thing and phase two and all all these sort of nebulous, ill-defined what will Star Trek be next. So we're we're groping, groping through the seven. Well, maybe that's not the best verb to say these days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that exists somewhere, too. I make groping as with a handrail in a vague corridor, but other people take groping to be something else these days. No, I. uh, Yeah, we're, we're finding our way through the decade of what what in the world a Star Trek comeback. Yeah, what a next generation, if you will, of Star Trek would look like uh, in any of those ways. No, and and then si- again, seeing these two side by side is, uh, and now especially yeah. if Andy's, if excuse me, Andrews is in the heat of the moment, uh, David's, is, you know, we've we've probably either about to or just done forcing a president to resign, and uh, yeah, and uh, right. an unwanted Asian war, land war is about to be done with. And, you know, things are a little mellower, and people are – just the whole attitude, uh, you know, in five, six yeah. years here has changed. And uh, But Star Trek, bringing back Star Trek is still the core driving force. Yeah. It's yeah. animating it all. Well, John, thanks for jumping in. I thought these were uh, – Grr. I thought these were irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Yeah. Absolutely. The Trek Files is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. All of our documents and your chance to comment are available at facebook.com slash thetrekfiles. Now, for more great podcasts, check out podcast.roddenberry.com. And for more deep diving of Star Trek behind the scenes, visit Dr. Trek and Portal 47. That's me at larrynimacek.com. Trek well, everybody. podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network